Hey, welcome to this week's episode of the PowerCast. So today I want to talk about the role and identity of being a mother and how a lot of women use this role or identity to hold themselves back from putting themselves first, from growing their business and how when you're in the unhealthy version of this role, you're actually not being the best mother that you can be. So I'm recording this as I'm currently 35 weeks pregnant today. I can feel my baby jumping around in my belly right now. And this last week I've felt regular contractions and and really feeling this energy physically and emotionally and spiritually that it's it's getting towards the end now and really feeling that shift um, in my energy and in my body. Now this is my third child, my third pregnancy and I wasn't one of those people, one of those little girls or young woman as well that was like, oh, I really want to have kids. I really want to be a mum. Yeah, it was in the back of my mind. And even when I was in high school, I always said, if I have a daughter, I'll name her Charlotte Grace. And I did. That was my first. But it was never uh, this dream that I wanted to have babies and I imagined my wedding and all of that. <laughs> I, uh, that's, that just wasn't me. And when I was 22, I left Australia and I went over to live in England for a year. I had been in a violent relationship and had a domestic violence order against my ex, but he would still show up at my house. And I was doing drugs as well. When I was 19, I got caught um, dealing drugs and I stopped dealing after I got caught, but I was still doing drugs um, for the next few years. Now, when I left Australia and went over to England, I was still partying a bit and I had a phase where I was sleeping around and I had very, very little self-worth. I wasn't putting myself first. I just wanted attention from guys and I felt like the only way to do that was to use my body, use my my sex, basically. And then when I was living in London, I met someone. And within three months, I got pregnant. I was 22 at the time and he was 30. And I felt my body changing one day. We were hitchhiking through Portugal and Spain. And I was like, something's up with my body. And I said to him, I better not be pregnant. And we did this trip through Portugal and Spain. And when we got back to Portugal, about a week or so later, I did a pregnancy test and I was pregnant. And I was so scared. I'd only known him for three months. He was quite a bit older than me. And he said, don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. I'll look after you. I had some bleeding early on in pregnancy, which was really scary, especially when the doctor in Portugal wanted to talk about soccer rather than thinking there was anything wrong with me. When I got back to London, they said, you could have had an ectopic pregnancy. You could have been seriously 
um, not good. Uh, luckily, my partner at the time, he put me on bed rest and he looked after me and the bleeding went away and I had a healthy pregnancy and a healthy baby girl who's almost 10 now. She'll be 10 next month. So this pregnancy changed my life. I stopped partying. I stopped doing drugs. I stopped drinking. I stopped sleeping around. And I was with that guy. I had two children with him. We were together for nine years. He followed me back to Australia. He looked after me. He was someone who would never hurt me and really cared about me. And when I had my second child, well, actually, even before that, when I got back to Australia, I was working in a call center and I knew that after my daughter was born, I didn't want to be working for someone else, working 40 hours a week, earning $20 an hour and put my daughter in full-time daycare. So I decided to start my first business. And my first business was mum's boot camps with babysitting included in the parks. There was a gap in the market. I'd ended up losing 29 kilos in seven months after having my daughter. And I wanted to help other mums not only lose their baby weight, but show them they could make themselves a priority and put themselves first. That they are so important. And by putting themselves first, it didn't mean that their children or anyone else came last. It, me it meant that they were a strong role model. And by putting yourself first, you're showing your children how they can do that as well. And your partner and your friends and your family and your community and your clients and everyone around you. When you're full, you can give so much more to everyone else. Now, if you're not putting yourself first, you're teaching your children and other people around you shitty boundaries. You're not practicing self-worth or self-care. And you're not showing up as the best mom and partner and person that you can be. I know when I don't put myself first, I tend to snap at my kids very easily. I'll feel like the house is just chaos around me. I'll feel like chaos internally. I'll feel anxious and stressed. I'm not as healthy as I want to be. My head's not clear, so I can't hear my own voice. So I wouldn't be able to deliver this podcast right now because I wouldn't feel clear. I'd have low energy and overall I just wouldn't be good. When we give back to ourselves, we can express ourselves. We can hear our own voice. We don't snap at our kids. We spend quality time with them. We're present with them. We're teaching them self-worth, self-care and strong boundaries. So <laughs> when I had my second child, I was hustling in business. I was so, so sick in that pregnancy. I was throwing up every day for nine months, in and out of hospital, throwing up blood. I had pubic symphysis, sciatica, restless legs, anemia. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. And I was so, so sick. And everyone was telling me, you need to slow down, you're pregnant. And what I heard was, you're an invalid, you're weak, you can't run a business and have a baby. And I was like, I'm not weak. I'm just pregnant. I can do all of this. I can do everything like I was doing it before. And really, I couldn't. And it showed up because I kept getting sick. 
I was even making sales calls when I was in labor and doing coaching calls when my baby was one day old, which is just ridiculous when I look back on it now. But at the time, especially from my mentor, it was like a badge of honor. It was like, look at this person who's so strong and so driven and she doesn't let kids or sickness or anything else get in her way from growing her business. And what I know now is that you don't need to be like that. That was all coming from ego and control and unhealthy power. It was coming from a place of really toxic masculine energy and feeling guilty to actually be a woman, to be pregnant, to look after myself. I felt like I had to keep pushing all the time. And so now in my third pregnancy, I've learned the lessons. I learned them before this, but they've sunk in even deeper this time round. And so I've looked after myself. Even if I felt like I've done nothing in a day, I've let myself rest if I needed to, multiple times if I needed to, even if I've done nothing. I let go of the guilt and realize that I'm growing a baby. I'm creating human life. That's a full-time job in itself. And my partner about a year ago told me that he wanted to take over the business, that he wanted to create a company that runs without us. He wanted to support me. And at first I felt like he was just trying to take over. He was trying to control me. He was trying to control the business. He was trying to take over everything that I'd worked so hard for for the last 10 years. That men are more powerful, that men are going to get more in life. All these stereotypes and sexism and stories I'd created And because I was stuck in those wounds, I couldn't really see him for who he really was and what he was really wanting to give me. And what he was wanting to give me was time and space and energy and freedom and love, connection, intimacy, support. He was caring about me more than anyone ever had. And as I let go of these wounds and stories and stereotypes, I started to see that. And then the deeper layer came up. And the deeper layer was, oh, well, if I step away from this business and focus on me and this baby I'm growing, I'm not going to be needed anymore. He's going to be more important than me. He's going to get all the praise. He's going to make all the money. Everyone's going to love him. And what about me? We won't be equals. I'll just be a housewife. And it was this identity death and identity shift. And by going through all of that, I realized that wasn't true either. That I can still express myself. That I can share. And with that extra space and time and energy, I get more ideas. I want to show up and do these podcasts and write beautiful posts and connect with people, not because I need to show up in the business every day because I don't anymore, but because it's from the heart, because this journey I've been on, I know other women like you are going through it and I want to share this journey and these gifts 
and these lessons that I've worked through so that it doesn't have to take you as long as it took me. So you can get some amazing gold and shifts and aha moments and be able to change these things within yourself and in your life. And so when I let go of those pieces, I realized that I'm not my business. I'm not just a mom or a partner or a businesswoman or any of the labels we put on ourselves from society that I'm me and I get to choose every day what I want to do. And that's so freeing. And by me letting go of all of these wounds and patterns and stories, emotions, limiting beliefs, my partner and I now have a deeper connection, more love, more intimacy than we've ever had. And I've allowed him to step into his masculine power He's making a lot of money, making big sales and supporting the business and the team, our clients, me, my children. He's really grown so much because of this. And by me fighting and sabotaging and resisting, all that created in the past was arguments and both of us holding each other and the relationship and the business back. And when we let go of all of that, we've been able to truly be ourselves and thrive and grow so much. And because of that, just in one month of this year, actually probably in about two months now, he's closing in on almost $100,000 of total sales, not cash in the bank, but total sales. He's bought a brand new car. He's invested in a mentor that I've worked with for years. Uh, I've invested in an intimacy coach, which I wouldn't have put the money and time and um, energy into before. And we've invested in more help around the house and in our business as well. We've grown our team and we get to do less and less and have more organization and more time for each other and my children. So... What I wanted to tie into all of this as well is there are a lot of women who I've been speaking to who feel like they are just a mum. And I say just in little air quotes, you know, being a mum is amazing. But it's not all of you. And when we tie our identity into just one area, if we lose that or something changes within that, then we feel like we've lost ourselves. An example of this is that my children were taken away from me at uh, the start of last year, end of the year before. For three and a half months, I didn't get to see them. And I had to learn what it was like to not be needed as a mom every day for three and a half months. I had to learn to get myself in a good mental headspace, emotional space, physical, mental um, financial so that I could get my kids back. I had to learn to play the long game and not react, but rather respond and wait and be patient and make sure I was good so that I was good for my kids. I had to let go of the identity of being a mom and knowing that my kids were actually okay without me 
but I didn't want that to be a long-term thing. And so I dropped the identity of being a mum and something happened where I then went back to Portugal and my ex who wanted to keep them there actually gave them back to me in June of last year. And I've had them in Australia ever since. Now that was something I didn't spend any money with a lawyer on. I didn't go through mediation. It literally happened because I was patient and played the long game and didn't react from a place of anger or try to hurt him or anything like that. Because of the work I'd done on myself, I got my children back. And because I realized that they don't need me and they also do. So when we tie our whole identity into being a mum or being a dad or being a business owner or being a wife or a husband or a whatever, when we lose that or when it changes, we lose ourselves. And in the worst case scenario, people commit suicide over this. People go bankrupt. People lose their homes. But instead, what you can realize before it gets to that stage you can realize that, yes, you are a mom, a dad, a husband, a wife, a business owner, a health nut, whatever. But that is not all of you. You are you. And when you put everything, most of this I've been talking about being a mom, yeah? When you put everything into being a mom, you lose who you really are. It's really important to be there for your kids. But if you're putting everything into just that, you're going to lose your purpose, your fulfillment, your passion. Wouldn't you want your children growing up with a mom who is financially free, who follows her passions, who puts herself first? who has a successful business, who expresses herself unapologetically, who has strong boundaries, who doesn't just give herself up to raise her children. And if you've learned that from your mum and she learned that from her mum, it's time for you to break the cycle so you can create something different for your children. Who do you want them to be as they grow up? And how can you start doing that right now? Whether your children are babies or in primary school or high school or grown up, it applies to any age bracket. Children feel our energy. And when you're coming from a good positive energy and you're setting goals and achieving them and doing things with your life, they notice that. They notice the things that you do and the energy that you're being more than the things that you say. And it's not about even doing a heap of things. It's about feeling that within yourself. What are the lessons you want to impart on them? And how can you put yourself first so that you're teaching them these things without even needing to speak a word? Don't tie your identity into one thing. Realize that there is so much more to you. 
And when you put yourself first, everyone around you flourishes. You thrive and so do they. So I'd love to see and hear what you got out of this today. What actions are you going to take to start changing this? And if you want to connect, I'm Ellie Bursko on Facebook. I have a free group on there. We've got two free groups, actually. We have the Conscious Hustlers community and the Integrated Woman group as well. So you can uh, pop the links for them below. Please connect. Feel free to send me a friend request, shoot me a message, and let me know what resonated with you from this and what are you going to change. It's one thing to listen to this, but go and actually do something with this information. Hope you have an amazing day.